Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Well, good morning, everybody. What a happy Monday this is. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman on Thursday, November 30th, the Larkspur Outlets Home Improvement Store. They're going to be auctioning off appliances, lumber, home building supplies, and much more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Good morning. Top of the morning, my man. How's your, how's your weekend? Uh, it was good. I was up late last night like you. Yes, you were. And as I said to you about three minutes ago, like a father, I can tell when someone's not feeling well. And I'm sorry that uh, you sound under the weather. I feel like I sound, but you know something? Uh, the show goes on. It does. So no big deal. Yeah. Well, just keep me posted. Well, I'll <clears throat> try to keep you healthy, too. Right. Right? Right. Well, the Broncos are healthy. They've been healthy for the majority of the season. And now they've riffed off four straight wins. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lyons, and Estes Park. I remember when Emmanuel Sanders famously said, embrace the suck. In this case, embrace winning ugly, because that's what this team is. But at the end of the day, you'd rather have a uh, ugly win than a pretty loss. I'm going to throw some numbers out to you. Sure. If we would have said this on Friday, do you think the Broncos would have won? They're going to run 52 plays, go two for 12 on third down, have the ball on offense for just 25 minutes, one for five in the red zone. They'd pass the ball 35 times, run it only 15 times, run the ball for 46 yards. Easily, you would have marked that down as a loss. Easily. Only stats that matter, 21 to 20 is the final score. Defense got three more turnovers. I know this is a cliche in football. As a matter of fact, Justin Simmons said it again last night in the locker room. And I'm paraphrasing here. You have to learn how to win. Have the Broncos crossed that off their bucket list? I think they probably have. Because, by the way, I think you can make a strong case they would not have won this game in September. Oh, I, I think you could have stated that definitively, right? Yep. Um, I think that they are a team with plenty of flaws, which if you're an optimist, gives them a fairly high ceiling to continue to prove improve under. But there is a whole belief factor very much at work here. Now, it's demonstrated ability, according to Sean Payton, who's absolutely right. You have to demonstrate with your ability that the belief is warranted. And that's where they are right now. They are, at the very least you can say that they have earned the belief because they're playing with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't win four games in a row in the National Football League by mistake. And we can, and we will, and we will, we'll spend the next couple of days parsing it out and, you know, and, and, you know, looking under this corner and pulling this, this curtain back. There are plenty of things that they've still got to get better at. You talked about a couple of things. Every unit had their cross to bear, didn't they? Two for 12 and third downs. Just 43 or 46 rushing yards. 
That's the offense. Gave up 175 more rushing yards. That's 368 rushing yards in two games that somehow they won. The special teams was caught off guard with no recognition at all about the possibility, or at least they weren't in a position to stop the fake punt, right, Mm -hmm. in a third and five, when I think a lot of people, I I certainly was thinking of it, it it's like this this would be an interesting time to do this, and obviously they had seen something earlier that allowed them to do it, and boom, 34 yards later. So there was culpability all the way around. But you know this, Eric, as well as anyone. When a team starts to make winning plays, and that's something that they have done in the last four weeks, none of it's been perfect. Some of it hasn't even been that good. But, man, when you can make plays in the clutch, and you better, people better start. Russell Wilson has led four fourth-quarter comebacks. In four of their five wins, he is engineered to come back in the fourth quarter to win a football game. That's called making plays down the stretch. We have talked about this team needing to get to 500 before we can start talking about them as a playoff team. Well, here they are. Yeah. They're sitting at 500. I got to tell you something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm listening to some sports talk radio on the way in, and I'm listening to bunch of different things and generally speaking i think you and i are more measured we don't swing hard with the pendulum i have this feeling that you and i are on the same wavelength about this there are a lot of media members out there certainly fans and listen let's be perfectly honest here and give credit where credit is due they finally snapped the streak against the chiefs right right They finally uh, got a win on Monday night football and Sunday night football, something (laughs) they hadn't done in a while. Right. They beat a Minnesota team that was playing really well. And got to tell you, Josh Dobbs is one impressive dude watching him start to finish the way he is able to handle himself in the pocket and not panic and still make a big play. They beat Buffalo on the road. All of that is true. However, I would not call this a playoff team. Not yet. Nope. I'm I'm with you. I I mean, I'm I'm sorry. I would not call this a playoff team for this reason. When I look at this Broncos offense, it is a perfect storm of the 2011 Tebow offense in which big plays always seem to be made. At the end of games. Yeah, there's a lot of invoking of 2011. But there's another one that hasn't been mentioned yet. It'll uh-huh. be mentioned for the first time on this show if it hasn't been mentioned around Denver. This this team is a near-identical team to the 2015 team hmm. over the last four games. Defense was great. Offense just scored enough to get you by. The difference with the Tebow team was it happened at the end. But let's be perfectly honest here. Let's look at scores from 2015 in games they won. 19 24-12, 16-10. Sound familiar? 17-15, 17-13. A lot of low-scoring games. 
the difference between this defense and the 2015 defenses, that team was just great throughout. This team has forced 12 turnovers in three games. I don't think that team did that and probably didn't even come close. So there are reminders of the past, and those past two teams did make the playoffs. But I look at this team walking a tightrope over the Grand Canyon, and so far, they've done it. Every time they've bobbled, they have not fallen off, and that's great. They've been healthy throughout the entire year, generally speaking. Everything has fallen into place and good on them, and it's great that they believe. But honestly, I look at the law of averages, and the law of averages says I'm right. I, I don't want to be right, but the law of averages says injuries are going to be coming. Okay. Uh, you're not gonna you're not gonna average four turnovers a game. That's not going to happen. With the way they are do, playing in the red zone, eventually that's going to come back and bite them. Sure. All of these things are great trends that we have seen, but do you really believe they're going to be averaging four turnovers a game? Offense is getting great field position, settling for field goals, and here comes Magic Russ. I I don't know if I can honestly say I see that for seven more games, but if it does, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah, they're living on the edge. There's there's no question about it. <clears throat> but I mean, even there's even the turnovers that they're creating, they've only scored 15 points on their last seven turnovers. Right, 15 points. That's it. Um, those are things that will catch up with you. I don't know if everything has just kind of landed in their laps. I, I would say that they have. I mean, the teams that they've beaten, Kansas City, they're the best team in the AFC. The Bills, they certainly rebounded against a Jets team that was supposed to be great defensively, and they are, and they got whacked on the right. head. And Minnesota came in as a hot team. We can no longer point back and say, well, it was Jordan Love and the Packers. No, you can't. Nope, not anymore. You, you've got to, and, and, and I think, that, look, and I think that this will actually mirror to some degree, it certainly mirrors Mike McGlinchey's remarks last night. He was very uh, hopeful, but understanding that there were still many miles to go before they rest. I thought Sean Payton was very measured in his view of this football team on they the podium. Sh- I got to tell you something, Bruce. They know. They know that in Buffalo, they got a gift in the end. If Buffalo runs the football, if right. they just run the football instead of throwing it all over God's green acre, they win the game. See, this, oh, is what yeah. fa- this is what fans do, and it's understandable, after what has happened since they won the Super Bowl. Four straight wins. Yes. That's it's very totally get it. It's tunnel vision. Four straight wins. That's all that matters. You know what? That is all that matters. But they know they are walking a tightrope. Yeah, there's a they fi- know that. Yeah, you're you're right. There's a there's a fine line there, and so far it hasn't bitten them. And I will say this they have at least progressed to the point where four straight wins, regardless of how you get them, are possible. Because you're absolutely right. I don't think this team would have won that game last night in September. No. And probably wouldn't have won the game in Buffalo in September. Um, 
but they're but they're figuring things out now it's not a they're not painting with the full palette right they don't have all of the colors of the rainbow in front of them to to use you know what they have they are bob ross they have phalo green and alizarin crimson and titanium white and a whole bunch of happy accidents yeah yeah and 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 i'm not going to I am not going to sit here and but the, say... But the picture, is, it's a beautiful landscape. It, it looks pretty good, doesn't it? Because it's four wins in a row uh, and they're yeah. five and five. Yeah, that's right. Look, you you don't want to fool yourself into not believing what you're seeing. And your eye test, and we give too much credit sometimes to the eye test, but at the, at the end of the game, it has to mean something. We, we are dissecting a... Four game win streak. We're dissecting a team that's won five of their last seven games. We're we're we're, we're trying to see what the consistency is and what they can hang their hat on. And I think that we understand what it's been. But yesterday, all those metrics were out the window. Going back to the 2011 team, which was a very polarizing season, a season that you were not here for, right? And a season that I will never forget. Mm. It was you love Tebow. Or you hate Tebow. Right. But there was one common belief amongst everyone, whether you liked him as a quarterback or you didn't. You believed. You had faith. You had faith and you had belief. Even if Tim Tebow goes two for seven, throwing the ball, somehow, some way, there's a chance they're going to win. Because honestly, watching that game yesterday, there was never a point in the game when I felt they're out of it. No. Never felt no. that. Never felt that one time. I always thought, you know what? From what I've seen over the last three games, it wouldn't surprise me if they wind up winning this game. Coming up after the break, there was one moment during the game that absolutely warmed my heart. And I thought, wow, this is so great. And it had nothing to do with Cortland Sutton catching a touchdown. It had nothing to do with an early turnover. It had everything to do with being able to be in that locker room for so many years. That's next. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at mylifesports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman, on Thursday, November 30th. It's coming up. Larkspur Outlets Auction Home Improvement Store. They're going to be auctioning off appliances, lumber, home building supplies, and much more. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, I want to tell you about Paramount Siding and Windows. I think they're the best in town. Why? Because I've worked with them for starters. They're a family-owned business. Always support local when you can. And this is one of those companies that you want to do it with. They have great product like phantom retractable screens. And they're as honest as they come. 
And this company is different for this reason. I've told this story before, but I can tell it a hundred times and never get tired of it. They came over to the house. I thought I needed two new windows. They only needed to be fixed. Scott came over, the head sales guy, and he fixed them for me. He could have easily sold me two new windows, but he didn't because he's not working on a quota that way. He just wants to do what's right for the customer, not to mention very few companies are going to come out and help you with a project that small. That's just not the way companies work. But with Paramount Siding and Windows, that is the way they work. Go to ParamountSidingAndWindows.com. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Paramount Siding and Windows. Paramount Siding and Windows, it's quality in everything they do. Find them at ParamountSidingAndWindows.com. There were a lot of memorable moments in yesterday's game. From starting the game once again with a turnover to Cortland Sutton getting his mitts on a ball that was thrown high that you could have made a case was a 50-50 ball, even though the defender really wasn't challenging for it. And then the pure jubilation after winning that game. With that, the thing that sticks out to me more so than anything else is right after the Broncos got off the field defensively against the Vikings offense, Justin Simmons and Garrett Bowles gave each other this huge bear hug. All right. Then throw in Cortland Sutton with the game winning touchdown catch. Josie Jewell made huge plays in that game. And I look at those four veterans who have been here the longest, who have only known losing. And that's actually a quote from Garrett Bowles earlier this season. All I know is losing to watch those four guys make impact plays. Now, granted, Bowles had a big mistake in that game when he didn't report to the referee. That could have cost him the game. But overall, he's played very well this year. No question. Okay. With that, looking at those four guys, celebrate and be excited. Good on them. I texted Josie Jewell after the game last night, and I told him I was so happy for the four of them. And he got back to him. I'm not going to get into what he said. But honestly, one of the advantages to doing what we do is we go in the locker room, we get to know these players as people, as much as players. And for all the losses they've had to endure, I felt so good for all of them. Talked to all four of them last night, and and the question was inevitably asked uh, in different forms about all of the suffering and all of the pain and all of the baggage of the years that they've been here. And to a man, and you know exactly what the what the response was, the, the, the joy of of having this kind of run right now is huge. But I think to a man, they all understand that a lot of work has got to be done, and and so you balance that out because in the moment you've got to be able to, and you should be allowed to uh, luxuriate in four straight wins. It just doesn't happen in this league very often. It just doesn't. You can make the case at the trade deadline, all four of those guys' names came up. Yeah. Sutton, sure, for sure. Simmons, what can we get for him? Right. Right. Jewel, final year of his contract. We have a guy ready to replace yeah. him next year. Garrett Bowles, big contract. He's had a much better year, but are you really going to hang on to him? Yeah, you're absolutely right, but they're all still here, and they we are. and and we can and and we can say 
well, they didn't get the right deal for this guy or they didn't, whatever. The bottom line is they're all there. Jerry Judy is still there. Um, he was uh, he was not even borderline giddy. He was right. He was well past that that county line right. last night. With that, defense forced 12 turnovers in the last three games. Right? Uh, seven turnovers in their last two and have gotten 15 points. Right. Think about this. Seven turnovers, and that's two touchdowns and a two-point conversion and extra point. That is beyond awful. I yeah. Mean, I can't even stress that enough. But this is – but I, we'll talk about the offense and the defense separately. We'll start it off with the defense and then – eventually carried over into the next segment. After what happened in Miami, then giving up a career day to Justin Fields, then getting run over by the Jets, can you remember a turnaround like this in that season? I think an easy answer might be the 2007 Rockies. However, it's not an accurate apples-to-apples because that team was basically 500 before they went on their run. Yeah. Uh, that didn't, like, come out of – it came out of nowhere with a run like that, but they were not sitting 10 games below 500. This isn't – I hate to date myself here. This isn't like the 1969 Mets. No. Who chased down the Cubs for the division title and then eventually won a World Series. Yeah. This is different because the four straight wins haven't netted them anything yet. I mean, they're, <clears throat> but, but, but looking at where they were, oh, you mean I'm from talking, the 70, from the 70 burger, in I, I'm talking about the defense right. specifically. Yeah. If I would have told you, if I would have told you following giving up 70, Justin Fields, a career day, the jets, I think are still running on the Broncos defense along with some other teams as well. Sure. When I look at those three games, could you have possibly imagined just defensively this team would force 12 turnovers in three games, play some dominant defense. They've had some flaws. They have. Play some dominant defense to win them games in a lot of ways in spite of their own offense. Could you have imagined the defense turning it around like this? And can you remember seeing any team you've covered turn it around like this? No, not because I haven't ever covered a team that gave up 70 points. I mean that changes the that changes the entire conversation, <clears throat> and it'll be the thing that the Broncos will never be able, regardless of what happens this year. Statistically, they're still going to be near the bottom of the league because of the seventy spot right. they gave up against the Dolphins. That transformation has been remarkable. It it, it really has. Now, having said that. There are there are a couple of ugly ducklings here in the running game that they've given up in back-to-back weeks. And those are things that I'm sure by the time we get to Thursday and talk to the coordinators that Vance will be probably will be not too happy about. He hasn't been too happy. Uh, he wasn't too happy last week uh, about the way that they defended the run in, in Buffalo. By the way, as a side note, I said this three weeks ago, and so far, it might happen. Everybody loves Vance Joseph now. Don't get too close to him because he might be gone. Well, I mean, that's a, and, and you know what? Good for him if that happens, you know. Because he might get a head coaching job. Sure. This, this is the type of turnaround that gets you noticed. Sure. And, oh, by the way, he's been a head coach before. 
and I think that he is very generally respected. He is very even keeled and liked, and very well liked. It, it's hard not to like VJ. He's just a very he's an eminently likable guy, and 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 I think he's good at what he does. He's certainly he's very detail oriented. I will say that, and so and they've got some work to do, but. It's a it, it has been a remarkable turnaround. The turnaround is still going on. When you get to the types of metrics of is this a playoff team, and we've already talked about that, just statistically, they've got about a 24% chance, according to most of the metrics that indic- that that gauge these things. They got about a 24% chance, up from 13%. If they win next week, it's a huge one. Because Cleveland's an AFC team, which at seven and three is currently ahead of them in the standings. So we'll see what happens, but they are taking steps week to week. I am certainly not going to sit here and claim to be prophetic because I've never mentioned this out loud. So I can't claim to be prophetic if I haven't said it to anybody. All right. But I'm saying this to you now. When the after it was right around the time. It's actually when the Broncos beat the Chiefs. I thought to myself, and they were, what, sitting at three and five at that point, right, after they beat the Chiefs? Yeah, one, two, yeah, three. Three and five. Yeah, three and five. I thought to myself, but didn't say it out loud because I didn't want to sound like a complete jackass, but I'll mention it now. I thought, I don't know why I have this feeling, and it was a fleeting moment. It's not like it was something that stuck with me that I'm going to be watching the Broncos in the playoffs this year, and all they're going to bring up is, can you believe this defensive turnaround after giving up 70? And that is going to be the theme throughout the entire pregame show and leading into the game. I'm like, what? I don't know why, but that just seems like that could happen. Hmm. And I'm not suggesting it is because you and I both agreed at the top of the show, clearly there's a way to go. I think the Broncos certainly know they have things to clean up. The running game, it, it, they're not giving up five yards of carry. They're they're giving up chunks of like 10 or more. They are. And then we haven't even gotten into the offense yet. We haven't even gotten to the offense yet. Um, But with that, let's talk about this after the break. We need to get into the offense more as well. If you could give one game ball on defense, just one. Just one. There are so many guys to choose from, but you can only pick one. And I'll just throw the tease out there. Justin Simmons on his birthday. Alex Singleton. Josie Jewell. Jaquan McMillan. You get to give one ball. You can't split it in four. <laughs> Who's it going to? That's next. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com.
Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman on Thursday, November 30th. The Larkspur Outlets Home Improvement Store will be auctioning off appliances, lumber, home building supplies, and much more. Get involved. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to RollerAuction.com slash MHS and they'll send you notifications on their latest auctions. So thanks to Susie Wargen, I am watching video of Garrett Bowles and Cortland Sutton hugging on the field after the game and their embrace must have lasted a solid 10 seconds. Yeah. And just holding each other. Two men holding each other. And you could just feel the emotion of all the years of losing. And it all came out right here. Again, they're only five and five. But my goodness, they have been through a lot together and good on them. With that, we're talking about the defense. We'll eventually get into the offense. If you could only give one game ball, and all four of these guys easily deserve a game ball. Justin Simmons on his birthday, down the stretch, couple of key pass coverage plays on TJ Hawkinson on the final drive. Alex Singleton lost in the shuffle, 16 tackles. Josie Jewell forced an interception with a great hit on Dobbs, recovered a fumble, and always seemed to be in the right place at the right time making tackles. And you can make the case, certainly during this winning streak, and maybe this is when the defense turned, Jaquan McMillan, you can make the case, has been the best player on the Broncos' defense this season outside of the steady and outstanding play of Pat Sertan all season. I would give the game ball to Justin Simmons. And and it's we're splitting hairs here because all four of them were fantastic. I, I mean, fantastic. Yep. Fantastic. It's like picking your favorite child. Right. Well said. But the plays that he made at the at the most during the most important possession of the game, yep. twice going through the man to separate player from ball was I thought really pretty huge and that defense and that confidence in that defense has got his fingerprints all over it so not only was he great in the moment he's been great as a leader and as um, the real voice of that defense in that locker room this is what you expect your leaders to do in these situations right and I would agree with you I mean, I can argue for all of them. All of them. Right. Jaquan, another pick, and a fumble co- recovery. That dude is everywhere, man. He, right. The defense turned when Sang Bassey was let go, mm-hmm. and they brought him in. One thing that we need to at least address for a couple of minutes. Oh, Kareem. Oh, Kareem Jackson. Fresh off a suspension, buries his helmet right in Dobbs' chest, that is a clear spearing. I couldn't believe it wasn't called. Could not believe it wasn't called. It pains me to say this because he is such a good, upstanding dude. Sure is. If he got suspended for the rest of the season, I'd have a difficult time defending him. Hmm. 
rest of the season, rest of the season, I'd have a difficult time defending it. And here's why. I said this when he got suspended, and I'll say it again. He's becoming a dangerous player out there. He could really hurt someone. He could put somebody out for the season with the way he's leading with his head. And it's a shame because he's a great guy. He's a very good leader on that team. Again, in, in the face of losses, he's always willing to talk to the media. But he's really going to hurt somebody. That hit was unreal. And by the way, it did not cause the fumble. The ball was coming out. The ball was coming out. The ball was coming out. It was it was already stripped. Well, you could see the ball out of Dobbs's hand, and then the hit sp- sprung it loose like a mousetrap. But the ball was coming right. out anyway. They are a, in my opinion, better defense with Locke back there. Yep. Certainly a better defense with Stearns back there. Yep. Kareem was, that to me was like an early gift because when the play happened, I was like, oh, that he's, he's going to be ejected yeah. for that. And he didn't even get flagged. Right. But when they roll out the fines this week, I would be stunned. They're rolling out more than a fine. I mean, it's, it's one of, well, yes. I mean, I mean, you're, you're far enough down in the track now. You've been suspended for two games. So, right. It's I, one of those you. things if you have kids and your son or daughter keeps doing the same thing over and over again, and then you hand them like a really big punishment, some serious consequences, you take away their car for a month, they can't leave their room, all of that. And then once the punishment is over, they do the same exact thing. But not in the middle of the game. Oh, right, right at the beginning. It, it's like third play in. <laughs> it's like right when they walk out of their room for the first time, basically for a month, except for going to the bathroom and maybe grabbing something to eat. They walk out the door and you get a call five minutes later. They did the same thing again. Not two days later, not two weeks later, five minutes. I, I mean, absolutely. I like I said, surprised, very surprised. What do we have coming up on just in case you missed it? The Nuggets have gotten off to a slow start on their five-game road trip, and we'll dive into the beatdown Washington State laid on Colorado. That's coming up next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, MileHighSports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman on Thursday, November 30th, the Larkspur Outlets Home Improvement Store, be auctioning off appliances, lumber, home building supplies, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com 
backslash MHS. Time now for the final word. The final word is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. All righty, guys. Just in case you missed it, the Colorado Buffaloes were taken out to the woodshed by Washington State on Friday night in Pullman as Wazoo blew out the Buffs 56-14. to uh, Shador Sanders left the game with an injury, and Colorado's hopes of a bowl game disappeared with their fifth straight defeat. Uh, the Buffs are now 1-7 in conference games. Uh, your takeaways from the beatdown Washington State laid on Colorado. Boy, you talk about limping to the end, right? I mean, it's uh, they're in over their heads, frankly. I mean, that's what I see right now. They're yep. just they're just in over their heads. They don't have uh, they don't have the they don't have personnel. Um, I'm not saying that football team quit. I just didn't think they had any fight in them. Right. I, I mean, so get this thing done because they're going to get drilled at Utah. I mean, they're going to get pounded. Would you play Shador? <clears throat> Even if he could? I, I don't see any. I don't see what you gain in playing him at this particular point. Guy is just getting his ass kicked. Yep. And, uh, and I, and I, and is there any one of us that doubts Shador Sanders' competitiveness? Right. Nobody, right? Dude is a baller. He's a gamer. He wants to be there. He wants to be there for his teammates. It's fantastic. You win all of those things, Shador. Take care of yourself. If you were a parent and Shador was your son heading into a short week against Utah, would you want your son to play in that game? No. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't interrupt I, I mean, I would allow the decision process to go through, obviously. I would not be... Uh, Calling the coach? I would never, ever, ever well, that's do the that. That's the beauty of this, that the father and the coach yes. are the same guy. Absolutely. Show a little mercy yeah. on your son. Yeah, the kid, he just doesn't need it. He's proven everything that he needs to prove. Yep. But, yeah, a very... Uh, a very disappointing season. From Is a, it from a competitive standpoint? Yep. It's been a it's been a disappointing season from a glitz glamour, the refashioning uh, of the program, all of the th- you know the 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 curb appeal of the program yep. and what what it's generating financially. It's been a huge win, but now it's the reality of you got to win games. When the season started, this was a gorgeous home. All the bells and whistles. And after the third game of the season, a bunch of kids went out there with spray cans and put graffiti all over that house, then held a frat party inside, and then before they left, they got into their cars and went onto the front lawn and started doing donuts. And they're all gone. Oh, and by the way, they clipped a few parts of uh, wood off of the house somewhere to start a couple of fires too just to stay warm with it it, it hasn't been good i mean Th- this wouldn't bother me had 
Sanders kept his mouth shut on do you believe and then going after Jay Norvell and trying to humiliate him publicly and then getting a sunglasses deal where all of the student section was wearing sunglasses. He, Whenever he had the opportunity to toot his own horn, pump his own tires, and try and embarrass other coaches like Norvell, who is one of the good guys, I'm sorry, karma's a bitch. Just like, and no comparison, but karma's also a bitch for Deshaun Watson. No, no comparison between oh, no, the two. no, not at all. But for but for Deion Sanders, you had it coming. And you've done amazing things at that program, putting them on the map. All the excitement. I mean, let's go back to the spring game where ESPN showed it. Sure. Okay. What we found out was, now that the season is almost over, this program was more sizzle than steak. Sure. And the biggest questions now are, for me, twofold. How much does he improve? And I'm talking about Dion as a head coach. Not a leader of men, not a recruiter, not the face of the franchise and all of that stuff. I'm talking about how much does he improve as a coach, a guy that can make good decisions, the right decisions, can hire the right guys, can can delegate and and get the the rate of return and then also how are they going to build this football team in the offseason because I don't wa- they got a long ways to go I don't want to take anything away from that opening win against TCU but in hindsight that was a TCU facing a Colorado team having nothing on tape and they didn't know how to prepare for Colorado and Colorado came out and won that game. Their offense was outstanding. Their defense still gave up 42 points. But now when we look back, that looked like a TCU team that was taken totally by surprise. And Dion took advantage of that by chastising anyone who criticized and then started talking about taking receipts. Well, you know what? A lot of people have taken receipts on you. And we're doing that, or at least I'm doing that right now. They don't have a win against a winning team. They should have lost to Colorado State. They, at this point, they do not have a win against a winning team. Now, having said that, uh, what's their record right now? Three, four wins. Four and seven. Four and seven. Four and seven. So uh, five of the seven losses have come to ranked teams. So that much is true. But they do not have a win over a win over a team with a winning record. And oh, by the way, you you do have to let the entire season play out. That comeback against USC doesn't look so good anymore, does right. it? It's a seven and five football team, right? With the guy who is going to be the number one pick in the right. draft. Sure. All right, that was Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, you can walk in any store, try out the appliances before you buy them. If you want to redesign your entire kitchen? That's where their sales staff is really going to be able to help you. You walk into that store in Louisville, all you see are different models of what your kitchen can look like. You want the highest-end appliances? Big box stores can't even come close to offering you top of the line. Now, if you want something to fit your budget, hey, just go to their outlet store in Denver. I've bought stuff from there with Mandy. You've bought stuff from there. They call it Scratch and Ding. 
who cares? The appliances are top of the line that we both got, and they're amazing. And so what that they have a scratch on it, specifically on a washer and dryer where you have a party at your house. Everyone's in the kitchen. They're, they're, you know, their eyes are wide open when they look at the kitchen. No one's walking in your laundry room going, oh, look at that scratch. <laughs> Nobody cares because the appliances are so stinking good. Don't forget, Black Friday is coming up for Mountain High Appliance. You can find them again in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, when you look at this Broncos offense, they remind me of two past Broncos teams. And I think it's a perfect storm offensively of both of them. Which teams am I referring to? That's next. Stays up late. Stay up late. I want a girl with uninterrupted pride. 